Today is really where we, kind of a day in the year, um, I don't know why we do it, but we do it at the beginning of the year. We can just share something of what God is laying on our hearts for 2017, the year ahead. It's a chance to take a sneak preview, really. Uh, and this year, I wanted to call this Sunday, you know, Vision Sunday, as it were, a slightly different title. And it really is this, and really the word that we've heard today is all about this. Uh, further up, further in, and further out. And uh, that's the title. And it's really based on the understanding that we're all on one of those. All right? There's a journey that everybody is on. And uh, all of us are on the journey. There's another little illustration of that. Life's a journey, and it's never too late to chart a new course. The fact is, life has its ups and downs, but it's a journey. Everyone's on a journey. We're all going somewhere, and we're going, going from somewhere to somewhere, even as a person you are. You know, I came across a photo, um, actually last night, I dug it out, of all this photo of this uh, child, little infant, which I think is probably the most... Uh, astounding baby I, I've ever seen, really. Um, I'll just flick him up there. Uh, you may not know this, but uh, this incredible baby, this wonderful specimen of a child, is actually me. And uh, <laughs> did you not recognize me? I'm reading the paper. I often read the paper. That's, that's me. And um, in fact, if you don't recognize that that is me, I'll forgive you because I have moved on since. All right? I'm now 50 plus. So I don't look too much like that baby anymore, though some people say the older you get, you kind of revert. Um, so maybe it's not so far off from what I am now, I don't know. But the point is, it's a journey. Life, get off the screen quickly, life is a journey. We're all on a journey. And that's reflected spiritually too, isn't it? Because uh, if you're a believer, if you've put your trust in Jesus, you're on a journey. All right, God is taking you somewhere. And the Bible says that God is shaping us more and more into the likeness of his Son. That's what it says. And also, uh, God is taking you as a person. Paul says in Philippians 3 that for him, he was taking, God was taking him heavenwards. And there's a sense where God is doing that for us. We're all going to heaven. We are drawn there, and one day we're going to get there. You will get there. If you put your trust in Jesus, that is where you will be. But also, as a church, we're on a journey too. You know, once upon a time, King's Church was nothing more than a thought or a hope. Uh, I remember back as far as the late 80s, praying, God, please. I was in the UK at the time, and so impacted by a new passion and vision for the church. And, and I remember praying then, God, please, please do this back home. Please plant this back home. And so we were once no more than a thought or a hope. And then, of course, we moved on from there. We went on to lounges and homes and primary school. We met there in secondary schools, and now we're here in Pataka. Now we have a whole new set of offices that we work out of now. We have uh, full-time staff, not just one person, but full-time and part-time too. And we have a vision from God to continue to progress and eventually see, I believe, I'm convinced, congregations throughout the region and beyond. So we're on a journey as a church, and it's not even primarily about scale, actually. It's about depth and influence for the kingdom. In other words, we were never really looking to simply plant a church because there's plenty around. But we were looking for something more, and we are, aren't we? We're looking for something more. We're looking for a church filled with grace and power. You know, a church that's thriving in the spirit, 
reflecting the character of Jesus and truly bringing his kingdom in. That's certainly what I signed up for. And I hope you signed up for the same. And 2017 is another stage in that journey. It is, it's another stage. And today's just an opportunity, really, to look ahead into 2017 and identify at least some, by no means all, but at least some of the key things that God is stirring us to focus on. Right? So you can pray into it, and so we can all be part of it. That's the kind of plan. So, so to help capture these areas, I wanted to call this Sunday further up, further in, and further out. Because as we've pondered and prayed, that's what 2017 is more about for us. Last year was a different feel. We were kind of positioning ourselves, I believe, last year. We were, we were doing things and putting things in place. We we're getting our trustees in place, which is now flying, our trustees team. We were bringing Phil Haddo on full time. That was a big thing. We also uh, felt it was time to go into offices, and then we did that too, and now we're in. So there were some big things. We were also re-establishing our connect groups too, and we began to do that, and there were other things as well. But, but this year, I want to put it to you, it's about something different. It's about going further up, further in, and further out. And I just want to touch on each one to just quickly explain what I mean. So, so the first one um, is, is further up. What do I mean by that? Well, what do I mean by that? Man, I just love that word this morning. I just feel like I want to keep... It does tie in. Well, simply what it means is this, that this year our heart, our aim, and surely I'm saying our meaning us all, our aim is to go further up in our connection and experience of God and his love and his presence and his power. Yeah, we want to go further, don't we? Yes, Am I the only one? No, we, we, we want to go further. Actually, Tim was talking about that really last Sunday. I, I want to go further, you see, because the Bible clearly teaches me there is more mm -hmm. than what I've had. Yeah. You see, when I read passages like this, uh, 2 Chronicles, when, when Solomon's dedicating the temple back in the Old Testament, it says this, when Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple, the priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled it. When all the Israelites saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground and they worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord. You see, when I read passages like that, I know there's more. And I know that because the New Testament teaches me that we are the temple of God, the church, the local church. And I praise God for conferences where I've known in the past experiences of getting near that, but our cry is for the local church to have that. So I know there's more. And when Paul talks about the prophetic, think of the prophetic, being so powerful in the church that, that the secrets of hearts are laid bare and the unbeliever is forced to fall down and exclaim, God is really among you, I know there's more. I read that, I know there's more. Now, I praise God for what we have, but I know there's more. And this year, we do want to press further up for more. Now, you may well say, well, okay, Pete, how? <laughs> 
Well, in all kinds of ways, actually, uh, but there are a few areas that we want to especially focus on this year in order to encourage that, and actually, they're right in front of us. In fact, we've already touched on one so far today. It's when we worship together as a people, primarily as a people. Our worship. You know, and I just want to start by, first of all, thanking so much those who serve us so brilliantly in this area because we have some wonderful worship teams. All right, people who every Sunday, you may not know what it entails. You come here, you start to worship, but you may not be aware that behind the scenes, people have dragged out their instruments, they've set them up, and, and they've practiced during the week, and they're trying to find new songs, and, and then they have to dismantle and go back while you're having your cup of coffee. They're still packing stuff away, and they do this week in and week out, and even when they're in the middle of the worship, they may look cool and calm and collected, but I know that behind the scenes, are like they're, sometimes they're terrified because they're jumping out of the boat again, and they're walking on the See, they're trusting God. It's remarkable. I think we've got some fantastic teams. I really do. But you know what? This year, or maybe late last year, something, uh, something else has happened, and it's simply this. Well, God sent Jack back. I just want to say, I'm so glad you came back, Jack. It was great for you to go, but I'm glad you're back. Now, don't do it again. No. <laughs> No, Jack went and got and truly met with by God and trained in all kinds of ways, Sally and Jack. But Jack is back and now he's going to be overseeing the worship again. And with Sam, and to some extent I'll be involved too, we want to shape the teams and our worship in a whole new way in, in terms of consistency that we've never really been able to kind of do before. And we have a passion and a vision really, and it's to see the presence of God so powerfully upon us as we worship that people are born again and healed and delivered and set free. I long for that. I got saved in that. That was my story. I walked into a church similar to ours. They began to play, and I met with God. I was born again. Remarkable. And we have a passion to see that happen. Actually, I was encouraged last week even, where I was talking to a gentleman I hadn't, I hadn't met before, and uh, he said, he just stopped me, and he said, you don't realize, you know, I've been other places, he said, but I, the worship was, was uh, amazing to me. I went, oh, really? It was good, wasn't it? He said, well, no, it was just, you don't, it was good. So I felt encouraged by that. So we want to Go that way and encourage the team. So can I just ask you please to pray for the worship teams? And also if you can play anything, if you've been hidden away quietly at home playing the triangle, just you and God, or the egg, you know, if that's always been your thing quietly at home. Listen, now's your time to step out and, uh, and to really step up. Now there's already some folks who are already now are going to be stepping up and joining the teams uh, who've never done it before. So when they do, please encourage them, slap them on the back and say, well done because they're really getting out of the boat and they're stepping out. So, but if, if there are others, you may want to take part in that yourselves. We're going further up. There are other things to mention too. One, of course, and we always, and we have often done this, is, is prayer. Just to remind you, C.H. Spurgeon, the great preacher, said this, prayer meetings are the lungs of the church. If we don't pray, we don't breathe, we die. All right, so this year, we want to take deeper breaths and more often. All right, that's good, that's healthy. Breathe in, breathe out, that's what we want to do. We want to pray more. So yes, we have our once a month church prayer times as we have done, although actually we're changing the title, actually. We're calling them Pursuit. Pursuit prayer meetings. And the reason why we're calling them Pursuit is because we're pursuing the presence of God. 
This year we are pursuing the glory of God. This year we are pursuing breakthrough from God. So that's what these evenings are going to be about. It is pursuit prayer. So I wouldn't miss them myself. Uh, that's what we want to do. Another thing we also want to do is have uh, other extended times of prayer through the year. All right? Extended times of prayer and fasting. Now we have offices. We can do that more often. We'll let you know the details as we go, but we are going to be breathing deeper. Also, just to mention, we've started this late last year, we have a pre-service prayer meeting in case you didn't know. So 9.30 through to 10, there's a group of us out the back there in the kitchen and we pray. We say, God, please meet with us. So we're praying earlier today, God, come upon us. And uh, we feel that's important too. So if you've never been or you'd like to be, come to that. Tim oversees that. Tim leads that. We're going to go in there and we're going to pray. So, so yeah, we want to pray. So further up in terms of worship and prayer, but also, as part of going further, we want to keep growing in this as well. Our, our, our sense of, of identity is important to us too. Because actually, our sense of identity is children of God. Because, because that's why we know we can go further up. right? Because God, as our Father, is calling us to come yes. further. Right? So it's important that we revel in and understand and celebrate what it means to be children of God and of a heavenly Father. As J.I. Packer, one of the greatest evangelical scholars of the 20th century, and his wonderful books that he's produced, Packer actually says this. He says, adoption is the highest blessing of the gospel. The entire Christian life has to be understood in terms of it. That's Packer. That's a, a profound truth. It is huge. We want to increase in our own understanding of that. In fact, to help us, just to give you a heads up, at the other end of 2017, in November, we're wanting to have another church camp. That's the aim. A camp. And at the camp, uh, we're having a team from the King's Arms coming through again. All right? This is uh, uh, the church in Bedford. Uh, and they've already blessed us in the past. Um, Phil, you would have met before. And we are angling for, in fact, Simon Holly, he leads the Catalyst Apostolic Sphere. The, in other words, he oversees a team that oversees hundreds of churches in the UK and well beyond. And Simon Holly is a tremendous ministry in terms of bringing the kingdom in and identity. Simon's already saying, he said to me a few weeks ago when I was in the UK, he says, I want to come. So to have Simon Holly come would be phenomenal. Even if he can't manage it in the end, though he said he's aiming for it, uh, it'll still be a phenomenal time. And it'll be the largest team from the King's Arms they've ever sent. They want to send it. They're basically, they're saying, we want to stand with you. We want to uh, allow these truths to shape you and put a deposit in you that we might take it further beyond ourselves. Heads up, that's going to be a phenomenal camp just to give you a heads up on that. We want to go further. These are just a few areas that we want to, want to focus on. Right? There are many others. I'm just mentioning a few as we go to illustrate what we're talking in terms of further, further up. There's also, of course, further in. I want to just mention a few things. What do I mean by that? Well, we want to go further this year as a church family, don't we? Yeah, we do. We are a church, the household of God, the family of God. And, and that has to be expressed amongst us too. Now again, praise God for the many ways it is. All right? There's already family being shown and demonstrated in many ways. 
but I praise God for the likes of Rachel and Simon and BJ and Moraine and Sally and Tim and others who are always provoking us in this area. And we want to keep working on this this year. In other words, there are more things we feel we can do. I mean, one thing we've already mentioned today is that we can eat together more. All right, so we mentioned our, our bring and share next Sunday. Oh, I should have put the other slide. I didn't know about the other slide. It looks much better than that. Uh, our bring and share lunch. So next Sunday, bring a plate and uh, bring something to share with others. It's not heated. It's just cold. It's, it's just simple. And the point is we want to start doing this on a monthly basis. Every month we want to be doing this. And uh, we think it's important. As Tatenda was teaching us just a few Sundays ago, food is where people connect. It's around food. And so we want to build this in regularly. And I'm sure that some Sundays, there may only be a handful of us here doing it, or in the offices, or, or here. Other Sundays, there'll be heaps of us doing it. The point is, we want to do it. So please, every month, we'll put word out, we'll tell you, but bring a plate and get ready to share it. And so visitors coming amongst us as well gives us an opportunity to connect. I think it'll be a really precious thing. And speaking of connect, of course, we have our connect groups. We want to continue establishing those this year. And uh, just because connect groups are about connecting with God, but they're also about heart connecting with each other and supporting each other as we connect outwards. All right, they are important. And I know uh, for Julie and I, uh, you know, we've been so enjoying our Connect group. Meets every two weeks on a Wednesday night. And you know what, I've, I, found it, I found it wonderful. So, so the last several months in our Connect group, we've just simply been telling each other our stories of what God has done in our lives and our histories. And um, I've been very, profoundly affected by it, actually, moved by the stories of others. And, uh, and I think we've grown in real appreciation for the grace we see in the lives of each other. So it's a good experience. So if you're not in a connect group, can I just say to you again, come on, connect. Come right in. Come right in. Now, I know one or two may be thinking, but Pete, Pete, hang on, I don't need a connect group. I'm fine, actually. Life is okay, thanks. Well, can I respond by saying, hey, I'm really glad things are fine, but what will you do when they aren't? And I do kind of prophesy it, you will face challenges. Uh, where will your godly supports be then? Where better to gain strength than from those around you who love you and who have faith and will pray for you and support you? Connect groups are a gift, and we want to go further with them this year. So if you've never been part of a connect group, or you maybe you dropped out years ago and thought, I don't know, can I encourage you to connect in again? We want to continue to establish them, refine them, strengthen them, direct them, and really make them move forward this year. So that's further up and further in. I could mention so many other things I know, uh, but... Uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're just touching on some things really, but they are significant. At the end of the day, and we've already said this morning, we do want to go further out, all right, further out this year. And we do sense that God is stirring us towards that. Even towards the end of last year, John Buckerfield there at the back, I know John uh, introduced really the whole idea, the, uh, the vision of, of hots or healing on the streets. 
uh, something that he'd been reading and, and he, wanted, he just kind of started talking about it late last year. Um, now, Phil outstandingly got hold of it and uh, so much so, so excellently that by the time we had the Festival of the Elements, we were in a place to have a first go at doing this kind of thing. And uh, we had a first go. But even there, it was a wonderful, wonderful time. I mean, this is an amazing ministry. In many countries, it does seem to have a remarkable anointing on it. And there are many stories of people being healed and set free and saved. All it is is chairs, a group of chairs. There's a flag with healing on it out in the streets. And people come to you because they need healing of some kind or other. And so people come to you and you pray for them. Well, at the Festival of the Elements, it was our first attempt. I was there in the afternoon. I wasn't in the first half of the day. But my story is that I found it very profound in terms of the presence of God. It was wonderful to be praying for people and really sensing God meeting with them and connecting in their hearts as well and their needs. It was a tremendous thing. It was our, our first attempt, but, but we want to continue to develop this, don't we? It's a way of getting the kingdom. And I know we've done this as a church in other, other areas. This is another way that we would like to pursue. Because at the end of the day, we are called to be bearers of the kingdom, aren't we? Aren't we? We are bearers of the kingdom. And uh, we want to encourage each other to step out wherever God has placed you, whatever job you're in, whatever circle that you happen to move in to bring the kingdom. And in fact, we feel so strongly about this that this year, heads up, hot off the press, we want to launch our first ever King's Church Kingdom Conference. Indeed, you heard it here first. We want to have a kingdom conference where we want to unlock the kingdom. That's the theme of it. At the end of May, the 26th of May, we'll give you more details uh, as we get closer. It's a kingdom conference where we want to intentionally explore how to unlock, how to do that. Now, I know one or two of you might well say, well, wait a second, us put on a kingdom conference. That's a very presumptuous thing to do. And uh, in answer to that, I would want to say, no, it's not, actually. No, it isn't. You see, we have a few among us now who have pioneered and stepped out and they have begun to see breakthroughs in this area. We have. I think of people like Phil here and Nat and Tim and uh, there are others as well. Matt and Sydney, I think he's coming back for it actually, and others. Uh, look, we have stories. We have some who have pioneered and pushed through and they have things they can teach. Now, our kingdom of fire may still be quite small as a church, but this year we want to encourage the fire into a blaze. And that's what this conference is about. It's about encouragement, training, enlarging the fire of the kingdom being expressed among us. So this conference will help us come along and bring your friends. We'll let you know more about it in a, in a short time. We want to go further. Again, I could mention many other things that we are already doing as a church. Uh, there's also another small group that's going to meet in a week or two's time, and that will be to brainstorm and look at ways that we can move more into social action. We like to do that more as a church, but we'll let you know more about that when it, when it gets a bit more shape. There are many things we're doing. What I'm focusing on this morning is simply a few specific big things that God is stirring us to step up in 
all right, in order to help us go further up, further in, and further out. All right, so these are just a few things. <laughs> so many, but these are a few major things. Some we've never done before. They are key prophetically. They are important to us. In the light of this, I just want to mention one other big thing, a ministry amongst us that God is especially laying on our hearts in 2017, an area where God has given us real signs of grace and vitality. And it's simply this. It's King's Church, our work amongst the kids, the children who are amongst us. Right? This is our Sunday morning kids' ministry. Look, I just want to share a word, a prophetic word that we received as a church some time ago just to set the scene for this. This is a prophetic word here. It's God is going to build a church that is an intergenerational church that will outlast you and last for generations to come. A church that your grandchildren, Tim Patterson, even yours, young man as you are. For some of us, it's easier to imagine grandchildren because we're grandparents. But a church that your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren will enjoy being in, says the Lord. I promise that this is a church of fathers and grandfathers where sons and grandchildren will rejoice and dance together, says the Lord. This will be a hallmark and characteristic of what I do among you. Now that word came with real authority and power. It was a prophetic word, part of a prophetic word from God. And just note that children feature highly in that prophetic word. What a promise. Think about it. In a world which is so fragmented and torn, this is a wonderful promise. Everyone, all ages, finding a place a home in God. And again, note the kids, the mention of kids. Now, I know youth and kids' work changes hugely as the years go by. I know there was once a time when we had teenagers, for instance, coming out our ears, and we had no little babies or toddlers at all. We are none, year in and year out, no babies. I remember praying, God, please give us babies. You know, I felt like Steve's words, sing, O barren woman. And I felt this barren woman, please. And then suddenly we began to have one or two babies. Well, look, on a big Sunday, look, it's chaos with babies, all right? It's chaos. It's crazy. It's chaos. It's perfect opportunity to grow our family. It really is. Because we know there are couples out there, or single parents too, who are desperate to be part of a church family that values and embraces them and their kids. And we've had couples visiting us. Need to let you know, couples have come in and they're asking, really what they're saying is, I want to meet with God. What do you have for me and my toddler that we might? People are asking that, putting their heads around the door. And I look at how strong and mature the couples are that we have in that age group who are already parents, young parents, and I think, what an opportunity. God's blessing us. He wants to reach out through this. So can I ask you, let's give ourselves to this as a church in 2017 in a way that maybe we've not done before. Let's get involved. However young or old you are or however old you think you are, these are your children. Now I know they've got their own parents, but we're a family, so they're our children. Right? They're our children. They are. And I believe God wants a kid's work where people can come in with their with their kids and they can say, wow, look what, 
Look what, what these guys do for their kids. Look what they do for the parents of their kids. And I need this. And I can find God here and be embraced here. Folks, this is social action. Because there are many parents out there who are struggling and who would love to be part of what we can put on here. Now again, I thank God for those who work so hard, for the younger kids' work uh, that we have here amongst us. Again, Rachel and Simon uh, for the up to 12s really, and Becca and Matt and the team for all they've done here. But, but we're going to need a whole new heart for this to make it flourish in the way God, we believe, is really stirring us. Yeah? In fact, we feel so strongly about it that even that as elders, we also want to take part in it. So some Sundays you might look around and say, oh, where's Pete? He's skiving off somewhere again. Well, he won't be because he will be out with the kids. And uh, we rate this so highly. This is important. We feel prophetically it's important. We feel it. We know that those who work with the kids, they are struggling at times to keep up with the demand. So we sense his vitality, life around this, but it's a burden that in one sense, as a church, we want to carry, that it might not just survive, but flourish. So that's what we're after. We want to go further with our kids' work. So Phil and I will be uh, in amongst them more. And can I ask you to join us? We want to minister to our kids. We want to be ministering elsewhere. We'll be ministering to our kids. So come and join us. And uh, especially some of you older ones, because I've seen you after the meeting ends. I've seen older ones among you grabbing the little babies and cuddling up to them and rubbing your cheek against them. And you love them. What we're saying is get involved during the meeting. Uh, we'd love to have you, and you younger ones or older ones. So I'm just giving you a heads up. We want to go this way because it's not just, oh, we need more kids' helpers. Prophetically, God is stirring us to grow in this area. He is speaking to us. So we want to give ourselves to this more and more as a church. Which, by the way, is not saying that we don't also have something wonderful in you for the older youth this year too. We do. We do. I praise God that not only did God send Jack back amongst us, he also sent Tim Patterson back among us too. Tim, woohoo! Tim went off to Mozambique, got met with by God, Heidi Baker, challenged deeply, spoken to, and Tim's come back, and one of the first things he said to me, I said, what have you come back with? And what he came back with, he said, is a desire to work with the young, the youth, the 12s and ups. He wants to work with the youth. I'm going, praise God. And this will embarrass Tim, but can I just say, he is an outstanding young man. Outstanding. And he wants to give two days a week to the church, and he wants to give himself to build the 12s and up. So please, parents, be aware of that. He'll be in contact with you, wanting to work with parents, how we can best see that group flourish and grow. Hallelujah. The point is, we have seen young teens come through into real responsibility in this church. We have, and we are committed to seeing it happen again. So 2017, we want to get hold of the youth again, but with the help and gifting of a man like Tim, and I'll be working closely with him too, we want to see this move. So parents, please be aware, aware of this. Further up, further in, further out, there are so many things I could mention, but these are key areas for 2017. But as I close, I just want to leave you with a few one more thing, one more slide, and it's just this. The words you see up there are words that in the past have meant things to us as a church. Honour, generosity, inclusiveness, 
courage and authenticity. These are profound words. We felt God give them to us. But words will only remain that words unless there's a context for them to be used and grow. Folks, if we're going to go further up and further in and further out, we need these words more than ever. We really do, because all that I've mentioned and more depend on these words. Because as I said before, it's not so much about scale, it's about depth. It's about depth. We want to see a kingdom culture emerge amongst us, which is totally different to the world. So 2017 is a stirring year for me, certainly, a year that I'm believing for breakthroughs. I'm resting on the promise that God says, he who began a good work in you will carry it through to completion. And I'll be honest, this year I'm looking for miracles in these areas. It's not about managing people, it's about miracles. Miracles in worship, in prayer, in camps, in conferences, in food, in connect groups, in healing, in kids' work, in the prophetic, yes, in the ladies and the men, and so many other things that we have going on as a church. There is more for 2017. Can I just ask you to stand with us in this as elders? We ask you to stand with us and pray for these things and pray for miracles and pray for God to break through in these areas. And can I ask you to stand with us and give yourself to the building of the church? People say, oh, well, I don't see this going on in the church or there's this gap, age gap over there. I say, no, no, don't look, us, look at us as a church as we are now. Look at us at the vision that God is going to build and then be part of building it. That's where we all pitch in and build this remarkable thing called the church. Hallelujah. Let's go for broke. Should we just do that? Should we just really go for broke? And remembering Steve's word earlier, enlarge our tent pegs. Don't worry, God's got you.